Shalom Rach, welcome everyone. We'll continue in Mishnah Rune Simon Kubsam Rzai Nasif Tezvav Sif Kotan Pei Beishin or 402, Hilchas Betsiyas Apas. And we are discussing over here when you give out the bread to eat. And we had mentioned that the Mesubin should not taste, the people at the meal should not taste from the bread until you, the Balabayist, eat from it first. And now we discuss Shabbos. Who's Shabbos? If it's Shabbos. We cut the Lecha Mishnah, and we already said from the Taz that the best approach is for you to cut a piece for yourself first, eat from it, then continue cutting and giving out to everyone else. Okay? That's what we said from the Taz. The best approach says the Mishnah Bura. Vimu Shabbos, Tzarech Shiyeh Lefnei Masubim Lecha Mishnah, Chutz Masha Lefnei HaBitzeya. Now, if it's Shabbos, interesting halacha here, which is not generally the Minug in most places. And somebody, I believe, had mentioned this um, at the Shear yesterday. Then, besides for the Balabayas, there should be a Lecha Mishnah by each person. Then, if each person has his own Lecha Mishnah, that person can make his own Hamoitzi, and then they, could, they don't have to wait for the Balabayas. You only usually find something like that by Shalashurus in certain places. But generally speaking, by Shalashurus, if you're a guest in someone's house, He'll make hamaytzi, and then he'll cut you a piece. Says the Mishmar Sifkot and pay gimel, or pay beis rather, on the bottom left side. Vimu Shabbos, what din yantiv? So too, if it's yantiv as well. there should be lechemishna for everyone. Now, the point is, everyone should get from lechemishna. That is the point. Because if each person does not have each person at the table, if they do not have lechemishna. Then they have to rely on the Balabayas, who's cutting from the Chala, and then they have to get from that Chala as well. Ideally, they should. And they are not permitted to taste from the Chala before him. Okay, so that's why he's suggesting you can have your own Lechem in front of you. Once again, General Minig is that if you're a guest in someone's house on Shabbos or Yantif, you wait. He cuts the challah, you don't have your own Lechem Mishnah, and then you should make sure not to uh, eat before him. The best way that happens is that the Balabayist cuts a piece first, make, takes a bite, and then he gives, gives everyone else at the table. Continues the Mechav on top page, Siv Tezayin. Ein abitzei rashoi levitzoya achi yichle amein mipi yiroi v'oinim. The baitzeya, ein abitzei rashoi levitzoya, is not permitted to Cut the challah until the amen has concluded for most of the people at the table. And the reason is because I've we discussed that the amen is connected to the bracha. Hainu says the Mishra Sivkotan Pei Dalid, if the Balabayas is being might see them, that his bracha is going to be for them, then he has to wait. Because even the Amen is part of the Bracha. The Amen is a chilek of the Bracha. The minority of the people who sometimes drag out the Amen, he, he does not have to wait for them. Whoever is lengthening the Amen is just making a mistake. He's doing the wrong thing. The one who Caught the bread, broke the bread. He takes his hand to the plate first and he eats from it. Siv kadin pei zayin. 
is either the balabais or the one who was given the kibud of cutting the chala or the bread. He's the one who takes first. Now, if someone else was given the permission to someone else is given the permission to break the bread, to cut the bread, then he puts in the hand of, of the balabais first. Let's read the words again. But say, and the person takes a prusa from his hand. This is very important halacha that comes up on every single Shabbos on a regular basis. That's practically, it can be applied. You cut challah, and what do you do sometimes? You want to hand it to the person next to you, to your wife, to the person next to you. Don't put it in their hand. Put it down in front of them. Why is that? Because by a mourner, M-O-U, by a mourner, an oval, you put the bread in their hand. So this is only referring to the first piece that you cut. Subsequent pieces throughout the meal, you can put directly in their hand. So that's what he tells us over here. Unless the person is a mourner, then you can put it directly in their hand. This brings over here in the Ramah, it's in the hand as a remiss to the mourner that receives the bread when they are a mourner. Siv Kotin the person should not throw the challah on the table in front of the guests. You think, oh, you know what? They're far away. Let's get the challah to them faster, the bread faster. No, you cannot toss it. They haven't learned this. Even if the bread doesn't get disgusting or ruined through the throwing it, Still should not be done as we discussed later on. Kufayin Alif. V'oid kevin shehi prusos ha'maitzi havi bizoyin mitzvah. And furthermore, since it's a piece of a mitzvah, of a maitzi, it's now bizoyin for the mitzvah, disgrace for the mitzvah. I've seen it also, actually. Okay? In fact, not only did I see it, the Balabais told us, I'm going to be doing this. He says, I know, he says, I know what the Mishmaru says. He said he saw once by somewhere, somewhat, I don't know. And... He didn't. He didn't really like, you know, uh, you know, go for the field, go go a touchdown pass. You know, it was it was it was more of a toss, a throw. Uh, yeah, discus type throw, <laughs> as opposed to, uh, you know, ha- you know that that type of pass like that. But but still, the mishmud discourages to do that. Okay, unless the person is in the ovil, you should not put in his hand directly, because it was Shabbos Paris the ovil kedarkai. He says in the Shabbos. You should break the bread and and also not put the not put in the hands of the ovel directly. Because if you put the bread in the hand of the mourner on Shabbos, what are you showing? That he's 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 expressing his mourning on Shabbos. He's not allowed to do, allowed to do that. So by Shabbos also put it down in front of them. One of the best suggestions is is that you cut the challah, you take a piece for yourself, as we discussed after you dipped into the salt. Then you have a challah tray or a plate. <coughs> Put it on the plate and then pass the plate around. Then simple as that. Okay. What's the logic of not 
Sivkat in Sadi says the Mishra Remez Laprusus Amaitzi Mashman that ain't Roy Lassus Kane Kisha Ainli Oval the Litra Mazle. When a person is not a mourner, you should not be putting his hand. And the reason for this is because you don't want to lower his mazel, like to create a situation. We don't do things like pouring backwards. Anything that the, what's done by the Avelim, we, we try to do if we're not a novel. We don't want to bring ourselves to that matzah, that situation. And Rav Vosner, the Shevet Levi, they bring here in the Kovitz and Beis Levi, Chela Gimel, page Mem Ches, uh, he says, Like I said earlier, it's only by the first piece that you cut the bread with. So in other words, let's say someone says, can you pass me a piece of challah? And they take it off the challah tray. You can put it in the person's hand. That's the subsequent pieces. We're talking about specifically the piece you cut, that first piece. Okay. Sif. Sif Yutes. Yutes, on the top of the page. Misha eno oichel. Misha eno oichel. Eno yochel of arach verech zamaitzi lo haitzi haoichlem. One who's not going to be eating cannot make the brach of hamaitzi to fulfill the bracha for those who are eating. Avalik tanim. Yochel of arach. But for the children, he can make a bracha. Avalik tanim. Yochel of arach. But for a child who does not know how to make the bracha yet, one is permitted to make the bracha to educate for the child to educate them in making the brachas. Says the Mishra Sivkot and Sadi Aleph on the right column. A person who is not eating cannot make a bracha for someone else. Even if the listener does not know how to make the bracha himself. So to buy all. If I'm not going to be eating from it, I cannot be making the bracha. For someone else, the dafka berachas hamitzvah shekol Yisrael rabim zabazeh v'kasher chaveru lo yotze idei hamitzvah havek ilu hu lo yotze. It's only by berachas hamitzvahs. There's a tremendous halacha here in, in regards to the achdus, the unity in halacha of Klal Yisrael. When it comes to a berachas hamitzvah, mitzvah means is obligation to do this mitzvah. So if all if if another year doesn't do the mitzvah to some degree, I'm missing on the mitzvah. I myself who did the mitzvah. But if he doesn't do the mitzvah, I'm missing out on the mitzvah. So I can, we have this arvus, a, a connection, a relationship. I can be mighty him with my bracha. But when it comes to berchas and then, I don't have to eat a banana. He doesn't, there's no mitzvah to eat the banana, right? Just give an example of any, you know, right? Uh, Danish, a Danish is a better example, right? Okay, you don't have to eat a Danish, okay? So, so you can't make that bracha for someone else and not eat the Danish. So it's a good reason not to eat a Danish, right? <laughs> okay. You're doing chesed. The person doesn't know how to make the bracha, right? Okay. He says further, Because as opposed to buy berchas anenin, bracha that derive benefit from it, the enjoyment of the Danish and the like, so even though you're obligated to make a bracha before you eat the Danish, Nonetheless, there's no obligation to eat a Danish. There's no mitzvah to eat a Danish. No, it's a shayla. <laughs> no mitzvah to eat a Danish. As we learned, you cannot derive benefit from this world without a bracha. But you could also decide, I'm not going to eat a Danish. <laughs> Therefore, I won't make the bracha. 
Therefore, the person who is not deriving benefit from it, from that Danish, cannot make the bracha for someone else. Now, you can teach him how to make the bracha. Right? You can teach him. You say, repeat after me. And then you tell him, instead of saying, I'm not going to say Hashem's name, you could say Hashem's name. We're talking about an adult now. By a child, we said, you could say it, you can make the bracha. By an adult who doesn't know how to make the bracha, you should teach him how to make the bracha. Okay. Okay. Siv kod and sadi gimel av for ketanim you can make the bracha av afilu ketanim da almut shein chinuchom mutal alav medina gam kei mutal levarich imam kisheroitz mehonis veein yoidim levarich baatzman. So he says, even children who are not your children, there's another child, and you see he's about to eat something. You say, would you like me help help you make the bracha? You know, I mean, obviously, it's not something you go over to a child. You know, you don't know what your kid is, but, but uh, the point is, even if it's not your responsibility to educate this child, there still is this, this chiyuv. Um, there still is this permissibility for you to make the bracha for him. Even more so when they are your family members. For G'daylim, even if they are adults, even if they are your family members, your, your responsibility in your house, still, you should not make the bracha of Hashem's name and, and, and uh, not eat from the food. Okay? You should not make the bracha unless you're eating from it. Sif Chof, the Mechaber says on top of the page, I feel the Shabbos, even on Shabbos, when there is an obligation to eat, Pass bread. Even on Shabbos, when we do have a mitzvah to eat, you should not make the bracha unless you're going to eat. Sif Kadin Sadi Dalit. Afilu Shabshu Chayiv, Hainu, shall call a Sholish Sudais by all three meals. Daaf, Shehem Chayiv, even though there's an obligation to eat on Shabbos. Ena Chayiv, Allah, Mishum Mitzvah, Elokidei Sheyanim, Yisul Shabbos. It's not because it's the mitzvah, but rather because you should derive a benefit from the Suda Shabbos. Mm-hmm. The mitzvah itself, there's no obligation. And if you're not going to be eating from it, so then you're, you're holding yourself back from the purpose of, the, of, of why, why, why we have a mitzvah to eat on, the, on Shabbos, right? It's, it's contradictory to the whole purpose over here. Like you were saying. As we'll see in Simon Reish Peiches, you bring later on, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's over there, but if you get a no, sounds a little strange, from fasting. If you derive enjoyment from fasting, so you don't have to, you don't have to eat. What he's bringing out over here is that the mitzvah to eat on, the chiv the, the to eat on Shabbos is because of the enjoyment of the food. So if, if you're making the brach without eating, once again, there's a problem. Mechavit says further, Brach al yeah. He says, It's not permissible to make a bracha for others. Even though he's not going to be, he's not going to be tasting it. The matzah belarisho in shal pesach berchas ayayin like the kiddush, bein shal laylo bein shal yoyim. There's one 
actually two exceptions to the rule, where you could actually make a bracha when it comes to a food item, and you cannot eat from it or drink from it, and that's when there's actually a mitzvah itself, such as matzah lel pesach, matzah lel pesach. There's a mitzvah to eat the matzah the night of pesach, or kiddush by night or by day, kiddush by night or by day. You can make the bracha and technically not drink or eat from it. Okay? So let's say a person can't have sulfites. Right? They have it in the wine. Right? I had this once. I was, I was a guest by a friend's house. He gave me a little introduction. He says, I'm going to make kiddush. I can't drink the wine. He says, normally they buy something else or something like this. It doesn't have the sulfites in it. And, uh, and I said, oh, no problem. <laughs> I didn't mind. <laughs> And he made the bracha, and I did the drinking. Okay? So that's an exception over here. Says the Mishra Sif Katan. Even though they are not. Uh, so, first he's talking about a case where he says, uh, except for these cases we just gave. So too, if you already made the, you fulfilled your obligation of eating matzah or kiddush, you can still make the bracha for someone else. You have as many times, you, you had a kiddush in the shul, you make kiddush, you come home, and you want to make kiddush, your wife says, can you make kiddush? No problem. You have guests coming later. You make Kiddush again. Okay? No problem. Why? Because there's a choiv. It's a mitzvah. It's mechoiv is hamitzvah. It's an obligation of the mitzvah, which is a choiv on the person, obligation on the person. It falls into the category called arvos, which means, once again, we're all connected. Berchas hamitzvah as opposed to berchas hanenin. A bracha on a mitzvah as opposed to a bracha of deriving benefit. Now, obviously, you're still enjoying it. It's not a contradiction. Because this mitzvah is to, make, is to do the mitzvah. It happens to be a mitzvah on enjoyment of food. What did Bilal Aleph Abayz, the Sukkot, so too, gives another example we just had in the first or second night of Sukkot. Shuchayiv lechol kezayis pas besukkot. You're obligated to eat a kezayis of bread in the sukkah. You also can be mighty others, even though you're not going to taste yourself. Now he said to Kiddush, by regards to Kiddush, it's not just Kiddush by night, but also Kiddush by day. The mitzvah because the main reason why Kiddush was established was for the mitzvah and not just for the enjoyment of the wine. And therefore, this bracha is included in. Shar berchas amitzvus, other brachas amitzvus as well. The kaimulon afapishe yotza mites, even though you are yotze, you're already yotza, you fulfill the obligation. Still mites, you can fulfill, you can be mites others as well. Sivkot and sadi zayin. Cause of shlo shegam yishayir min prusas hamitzi maat. Okay, let's first finish the words of the mechab. We have a minig of reading mechab ramol from Mishnah Brura. Okay, that was a little joke. Okay, fine. Um, he says here, like we just said, fine. 
Bein shel laylo, bein shel yoyim. Now the Ramah says, "V'yesh lechol aprusa shebatsa leh koydim sheyochal pasacher shetei nechelus leteyovayin v'omishum chibuv mitzvah." A person should make sure to eat from the bread he made or the challah he made the bracha on, as opposed to from something else, from a different piece. Okay, let's give an example. You're at a chasna, and you just pick up the, the challah roll, and then you make hamaytzi. As soon as you finish making the hamaytzi, the person sitting next to you notices the nice, they don't do it anymore, I don't see it too often, the nice hot garlic bread. He un, opens up the, the, the napkin, and you're like, ooh, wow, that's, that looks great. So what do you want to do? You want to take from that garlic bread, and you want to eat from that first. So that, we're saying no. You just made the bracha on that challah roll in front of you, Eat from that first, and then enjoy your garlic bread afterwards. Says the Mishnah You should leave over from the piece of the amaitzi that you a little. You should eat after eat. eat it after eating now. That the taste of the amaitzi should remain in your mouth. You should not give to the animal or to the birds or to the kusi from the piece of the hamaytzi that you just made the bracha on. Or from the connected pieces of that are connected to the loaf of bread or challah that you just made a bracha on. The one that you cut from the lechem mishnah, lechem shalim, the complete bread. Whether it's during the week or Shabbos, you cut a piece from that for Hamaytzi. It's not covered from mitzvah. You know, some people have their, their dog, so they take the, the piece of their, their steak and they give it to the dog. Right? You're, you're eating from the same food right now, right? So here you made a bracha Hamaytzi. So we're saying, don't give that to your dog. You, just made, you want to give your dog some of the bread? Go for it. But not from the one you made Hamaitzi on. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, pick up next time. Next year in Simon Kutsam Ches, Al Ezim Min Pas Mavarachin. What type of, of, of uh, Min of Pas to make a bracha on?